Spark your entrepreneurial pursuits with our guests' best-kept secrets for growing their business and healthcare practices. Get the how-tos that host How Out PR uses to win record sales for business owners and managers. This is BusinessWorks. Welcome to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar, along with my guest today, special guest, Justin Davis, the owner of Brost. And we will talk about that in a minute. Um, as, you, as you probably have gathered over time, I am a, a national award-winning author and consultant specializing in creative marketing and management coaching and writing services for business and healthcare practices. Um, recently teamed up with computer guru Randy Robbins and now have a full range of uh, uh, online services through Randy's help. Um, if there's any question you have about the show, the guests, or any passing thoughts you might have about things we discuss, um, send an email to hal at businessworks, with an S on the end, dot U.S., and just put 941 in the subject line, and we'll be happy to get back to you promptly. Today's guest, Justin Davis. And Justin, you want to say hello? And just, Justin's the owner of Brost. Yes, uh, and, and my wife, I should say that as ah, well. <laughs> and my wife. Lucky guy, you set it up front. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and your wife's name is? Hannah. Hannah. Okay. Um, and um, so so you have this business together. Your, your manager I've met, Noah Scotland, mm -hmm. and... Um, uh, your head roaster, Andy, is that right? That's and, right. Andy's last name is? Uh, Pittman. Pittman. Okay, yeah. good. Um, they've been very helpful and uh, very cordial. I've, I've been yeah. having meetings at Brost a few times, and it's been it's been good because it's relaxing, it's quiet, um, get the opportunity to, to just kind of talk from the heart with people, and yeah. uh, that part I enjoy. Yeah. Uh, Brost is um, on 17 West Spring Street, and that's the corner of Spring and Walnut in Cookville. So if you're around town, um, you got to stop by there and try the coffee. We're going to hear all about that, but they roast it themselves. Mm -hmm. um, and um, Justin and Hannah have been very innovative in terms of dealing with the coronavirus and uh, the issues at hand for businesses. So we're going to talk about that as well. And um, Justin, maybe you could start us out a little bit. Tell us how you got into this and um, how did you end up as a coffee guy? You know, <laughs> <laughs> It's funny. Uh, it really all ties to really me and my wife and our relationship. Our first date was at uh, uh, Starbucks, as much as it's hard to say. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> of course, this is several years ago. Uh -huh. um, and uh, I, I'm also a, a pastor as well. And so over the years... You can know, can we talk about that? Is, yeah. It's not just yeah. totally parenthetical. You can say it. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Good. Absolutely. Where, so you're a pastor, and where where are you a pastor, and what's that about? And then we'll come back to yeah. Brost. I have um. So when I finished uh, college, I had planned to go to school, things like that. I felt like the Lord was calling me into ministry, and uh, spent a couple of years at Life Church uh, dealing with students. We had our first kid. Just a lot of life change. I um, actually planned to go back to school and ended up going back to Washington Avenue Baptist Church, which is where I'm a pastor now. And that's where me and my family grew up. Washington Avenue Baptist Church. Yes, sir. T tell us where that is for people who don't know. It's on uh, on Washington, uh, 1621 North Washington Avenue. And, Cookville. Uh, mm -hmm, yep. You get right by the, uh, there's a fire station right there. Okay. And get over the railroad tracks if you're heading north and we're right there on the right. All right. And, uh, and so you, how long have you been there? I've been there as a pastor for, oh man, uh, going on seven years. 
uh, September will be seven years because uh, that's right. It was right after my daughter, my first child was born. And uh, I've actually been, uh, I guess, a member and attender there all but two years of my life. Okay. And so grew up there and um, it's been a great experience. I love, uh, right now I do media, um, I do our music, uh, graphic design, website, uh, video, whatever, whatever they need me to do. I've, I've <laughs> always kind of, kind of been that way. Tell us about, um, tell us a little bit about Brost now, uh, what, how that came about and where it is now and where you th- see things going. Yeah. So, um, Brost was began in a, a friend of mine's basement in, a. I think roughly 2014 he began ro- uh, roasting in a uh, old Jiffy Pop uh, popcorn <laughs> popcorn maker, and actually I remember buying from him. Um, he was he's a pastor as well here in town, and I remember uh-huh. buying from him uh, early on when he got things. Do we started. give him a plug too? Or yeah, no? Zach, Zach Buckner. He's now the new officially as of this week. He's the uh, new campus pastor at Life Church's Livingston campus. Oh, okay. And uh, he he's uh he's up there and he's done worship. Super talented guy. Um, great business mind. Just a go getter. Um, Zach's a good guy. And uh, so, he, so, so be, by you giving him a, a little boost here, he has to donate to your church, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's exactly okay. right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, he's Zach's great, and and he just uh, another coffee guy, and started roasting, got popular. Um, and Zach put in a lot of I've always heard it called just sweat equity, just uh, right. uh, just getting into places, going on weekends, doing a lot of shows, and and build up a business that we were fortunate enough to purchase uh, May of last year. And, uh, and so we've got, uh, we, we do our own roasting. We uh, roast wholesale for some other coffee shops in the upper Cumberland. Um, we, we supply Tennessee tech coffee for their cafeteria, um, for some of the catering things that they do. Uh, the chamber of commerce uses it in their business office. Um, and, and, and we're, we, we enjoy that side of things a lot. We want to be able to, we've always said our tagline is we, we roast coffee for the community that loves to drink it. And how did you get started with that? I mean, did you just travel somewhere and see coffee beans sitting and figure out they had to be roasted? And how, how did that happen? Fortunately, uh, Andy's the uh, got all the knowledge there. Uh, but no, um, it's been neat for me to learn too. We actually traveled to Minneapolis um, last year, not right now, um, and we visited the company that um, now is our importer. So the people we uh, get our green coffee from. Uh, cafe imports. And then we visited with the company for a, an educational course, uh, Mill City Roasters. Um, and that's the company that we have our roaster through. And we we're able to really learn a lot of the science behind it and, and even just new ways. Like, you know, people come in and, you know, growing up, my, my family doesn't drink. My mom doesn't like it. She comes by and gets drinks from the store without coffee in them, actually, which if that you're not a coffee person, we got you. I promise we can make it happen. Um, my dad drinks uh, about two cups a year. Uh, he told me the other day, I've increased my <laughs> coffee intake. I'm, I'm drinking two cups a year now. <laughs> so um, but for me, I've just I, I loved it. But I've always loved what it um, what I found in like cafes and coffee shops um, and, uh, and and even learning the science behind it and learning how. Uh, just where the bean comes from, the elevation it's grown at, how it was uh, processed, um, whether it be a natural process, a wash process, um, uh, through more of a drying process. There's there's so many different ways, and, and every part of the, the world is different in the countries they come from. But you start to learn why people like certain origins of coffee uh, or where they come from, why someone likes loves a coffee from Colombia um, and someone loves one from Brazil. And if you're like us at the shop, our favorite's from Ethiopia. And um, you get to see how it changes palates. And so there's all this community and you can have a conversation with anybody of any age um, from really anywhere. Um, you know, none of the things that we so often get caught up in 
um, really matter in that term. And, and that's what I, I love about learning about coffee is it just it expands our idea of community. Well, it's not just that either. Uh, you know, I, I've been drinking coffee all of my life, I guess. All, what did I tell you? I'm 127 now. So, <laughs> so um, you no, know, it wasn't anything special to me. It was just something I had every day. Yeah. But a, a, as starting to go to um, Brost, one day, and I, th- I believe it was Noah, had suggested that I have hot milk in my coffee. And I thought he was nuts. I, uh, okay, sure, whatever sure. you suggest. And it turned out to be great. It really yeah. changed the whole taste of the coffee to yes. me instead of having cold milk. Yes. Um, I, I couldn't uh, believe it. I was, And so now, of course, that's all I'll have. Yeah. <laughs> well, and for me, I drink uh, cold brew every day. And, and the kind of the science behind it, it, the process with which you get cold brew creates typically, if you do it right, a, a lower acid content. And I've got some you know, some gastrointestinal issues and get a lot of acid reflux. And so probably actually when I started buying from Zach, the previous owner, I started using his beans to make my own cold brew uh-huh. and that's always up. So I still, every day, um, I drink a, uh, now it's a chocolate cold brew, but that's what I drink every day, <laughs> but it is fun. We are uh, making me thirsty. Now, <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> okay. We know where we're going after at least. So. All right. Well, that sounds great. And, and how did, so, so, so this kind of came along almost like a child with your marriage. <laughs> yeah, yes. <laughs> in a sense. Yes. Um and um and how long now have you you've had this particular location the store um for We we my wife and I for uh, right over a year, but it's been the storefront opened in I think late 2017. Yeah, so that's when I remember. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, again, that's on the corner of Spring Street and Walnut in downtown Cookville. <laughs> Not downtown, but in uh, on the west side of town. Yes, and um, uh, well worth the uh, you know a few minutes from from one eleven and 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 also from ninety. You know, if you have friends yeah. coming through or, or or something on the way. Um, what what did how did you learn about the roasting process? What did I mean? What started that did somebody say oh you have to learn how to roast (laughs) roast your own beans or something you know it's it's a neat thing that it's kind of like learning a skill and um and and for us what we've done is i want to know enough to um know directions that we can go but andy's the one who really gets to play and have fun and and your roaster matters how it's built how it is built matters um uh it's the coolest thing with our roaster, like when you apply heat and you apply energy, it all has to do with the roasting process of coffee is getting enough energy into the drum to get into the coffee, to get it to essentially pop like popcorn. It's a very similar process. Mm -hmm. And, um, but I've always enjoyed science. I've, I've been called a jack of all trade and a master of none. I don't know if I like that or not yet. Uh, but so I just love learning. It's a good thing for a pastor. It is. It is. Well, and I, you know, I, I love to learn and Andy does too. Um, over Christmas, he showed me a book uh, back in January. He's like, oh, look, I got this book on roasting and, and even going, like I said, going to Minneapolis, learning from people, watching videos. Um, when we decided we want to buy the business, I sat around and watched YouTube videos and learning the science behind it and um, why you do certain things. And, and it, it's, there's always something new to learn. There's always new ways to do it. And one, one thing I love about what we learned in Minneapolis is like, even when you think you've messed up something with coffee, it may be the next big thing. Um, they, they were it was so funny. They're taking just coffee that obviously people had just torched and going, no, 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 no. This, this could be good in this way. And uh, that's, that's what's enjoyable about learning about it. And, but to have good coffee, you've got to know how to treat it. Um, it's kind of like a steak a little bit. Uh, anyone can throw a steak on a grill, but knowing what to do with it before you get it 
what to do with it once you get it on the grill. Like there's, you know, every, and everyone's got their own way too, right, but right. sometimes some are just better than others right. and you can't just get out there and, and, and guess. Well, that, you know, that gives us a, a whole background here of thinking about your business and what we're looking toward now in the, as we, we're going to take a short break in a minute, but um, when we come back from that, um, we want to talk a little bit about uh, where, what kind of impact the coronavirus has had on your business. Uh, how does it, how do you end up being able to think creatively with all that pressure um, and keep your business going? And, and some of the innovative things that, um, that Justin's business has done to, to stay with it and be able to continue to survive this um, pandemic that we've been going through um, and actually grow uh, yeah. in the period of time. So, that, you know, that we're going to talk a little bit about the creativity involved with that. In the meantime, if you have questions or you want to uh, suggest a guest, don't hesitate to contact me, hal at businessworks.us, and uh, just put 941 in the subject line so I'll know that it came from News Talk 941. We're going to take a break. We'll be back with you in just a few seconds. Don't go away. Welcome to BusinessWorks. This is Hal Alpiar. We're asking you to have a great day and come back with us, and we're going to share some information I think you'll be interested in. My guest today, special guest, Justin Davis, and his wife, Hannah. Hannah. <laughs> <laughs> Hannah's not here, so uh, but she is, um, but she's not here in front of me, so yeah. I, I just, um, you know, I, I miss that. But um, Justin and Hannah have Brost, and it's a, uh, I don't know how you describe it, it's a coffee house. Yeah, uh, like we're we're a shop and a roastery. We'll call it that. Okay, shop and a roastery. Yeah, and um, it's in it's in Cookville on the west side of town on the corner of Spring and Walnut. You know, if you haven't tried it, you got to try it. I mean, it's really exceptional, and um, it's a great place to go and sit and talk business or uh, or coursework at uh, on the campus mm-hmm. or you know or, or just in private with uh, friends. You know, it's. It's a different kind of environment, and um, it's quiet. <laughs> One of the things I like about it. Um, so we want to talk a little bit about the coronavirus, the impact that it's had on business. What what um, uh, Justin and his crew, uh, Noah and Andy, have done to uh, kind of get the business running in tandem with the disaster that we've all faced and that has really... Uh, upset a lot of businesses, and then talk a little bit about the the opportunities in the future. Maybe you could start us out, uh, Justin, with a couple of comments about what you did really on the dime with the turn around, and and uh, uh, how did that happen? You, the virus hit, everybody's closing down, stuff is people are in a panic, and you actually turned things around a little bit. We, you know, fortunately, um, I'm also a registered nurse. And um, my unit actually, we're still, we're still closed. Um, but I kind of saw it coming. Um, I remember uh, reaching out to the previous owner, Zach, and just like, hey, just giving you a heads up, you know, kind of talking through some stuff. Right. And, um, and I remember talking to Andy and the guys like, hey, we got to get a, we get a plan together. I've got a plan A, plan B, plan C. And, uh, and two, I said, you know, some of this is based on what we can do. Some of it's based on people, things we can't control and, and, and things that are going to come down the pipe potentially in terms of laws or recommendations, regulations. And so, um, initially when it happened, um, and be, things began to slow down, I said, we've got to change 
the way we do business. Like just coming in and seeing us isn't going to work. I was seeing people around me, friends that have businesses, just the foot traffic just decreasing. Um, people were concerned um, and, and still are. And so I said, well, I'll tell you what, like we've got a tent <laughs> and we got a parking lot. Like, let's just do it. I said, Sonic. I, and actually I noticed we live, we drive by Sonic and I was like, Sonic is booming. Um, they were busier and I actually know the owners of, of two of the ones here in town. And my dad works for a bread company and the bread sales were through the roof. And he said, Sonic's, I can't, I can't get them enough. And I said, well, they got a good model there. So let's just go with that. Like they don't, it's minimal contact. Um, it's convenient. Uh, so it makes it easier for people. It makes it safer for people. And I was talking to the guys like, how are we going to do it? I'm like, we got a tent. Let's throw up the tent. We'll move the register outside. Uh, I went and bought an iPad because uh, we've got a register. But I'm like, we can take sales that way. So you can go to the car. Went and borrowed from our church uh, with permission some walkie talkies. And I said, <laughs> we'll radio these things in. And um, and that was kind of how the idea was born. Of, right. um, and, and fortunately enough, I've, you know, two of the most influential people in business in my life. One was my grandfather um, who, uh, strange, and this is more of a personal side, but strangely enough, him and my father-in-law is the other one. He owned a local business um, for years here. And my grandfather ran the bus station here for years. Um, they both actually, um, my father-in-law had a heart attack on April 17th. My grandfather died the same day. Oh, my oh. father-in-law ended up passing uh, on the 21st. Um, but I always was able to bounce ideas off of them. And, uh, and I always saw how my grandfather, he just taught me how to solve problems and growing up, spending time on the farm with him. That's what we did. We fixed things that were broken. Um, and I remember calling my father-in-law going, Hey, this had to be similar to you with Katrina in the oil business. And he had a lot of convenience stores and gas stations said, what'd you do? And we just kind of worked through things and talked through things. And I talked with the guys and we were texting. We'd have, uh, we didn't, we usually have staff meetings anyways with our staff, but we had a couple of FaceTime and zoom calls and just, Hey, does everybody feel comfortable with this safe with this? If you're not, let's make those adjustments. And, um, and we began to kind of work through those things. We addressed little hiccups as they came. And uh, fortunately enough, it was, we still saw a decrease, but I, I told, and the guys were great. Um, all my employees just like, we're going to give it our best shot until we can't. And, and that's what they wanted to do too. You know, they love the business and they love the community. And, and ultimately, you know, having the ideas was great. Having people like we have is what made it happen. And but too, there's a certain level of receptivity you have that, that allowed for that. And, yeah, and, and yeah. so, you know, I'm concerned. I see the local business people really struggling with things right now and not yeah. understanding how to, how to get themselves up and moving forward. You yeah. know, there's a, yeah. there's a hesitancy there now that's a little nerve wracking and yeah. the money's not coming in. The expenses yeah. are mounting, you know, yeah. is, what kind of advice can you suggest that, uh, that worked for you that might work for others? I think for us, it was being upfront and honest with my employees out the gate. Like, look, I can't tell you what this is going to look like tomorrow or the next day. I don't know where our foot traffic is going to be, our revenue. Just we're going to give it everything we can. Um, But honest, too, like, look, we can't just drive this thing into the ground to the point that there's nothing left after the fact. And so we worked through that. And I I always told them, I said, if if it comes to the point that it's not sustainable, we'll we'll stop and, and rethink. And that was always my plan Z is what I called it. Um, but until then, you know, we just tried to find creative ways to do different things. Um, being a roaster, our bagged coffee sales went up, our online sales went up. Um, we toyed around with the notion of delivering coffee to people's houses and we did a few times and we just tried to get creative and even, I know it sounds crazy, but in the middle of seeing our revenue drop, our foot traffic drop, finding new ways to give stuff away. Um, cause ultimately our business is based around the people who patronize it every day. So it's don't give up trying to yeah. do things. You yeah. just keep trying, just keep, keep doing different things yes. and something will work. You know, a uh, great thing I learned, uh, at, at 
one of the churches I've been a part of, and I've seen it in books and podcasts, is, is fail forward. Um, I, I wanted to fail going that direction than just being afraid. And, and I mean, I, I was. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't tend to get super emotional about that kind of stuff. I, I may uh, indulge my wife a little bit more with how I'm really feeling about things <laughs> than, than our employees, but, but I'm also very transparent with them. Um, and cause I don't, I don't want to leave them on the hook. They've had, they have families and, um, and some of them are younger, uh, college students, high school students, but I've got some one, Noah's got a, a child on the way. Um, at the time I had another employee with two kids at home and, um, Andy was in the middle of buying a house, you know I mean? Life was still happening. Right. And that's the other thing I noticed too, is like, man, you know, as much as, as crazy as things are, um, and you hear, of course in our media, we don't, no one's, I've always said no one from CNN or Fox news is driving to Cookville to see how it's going here. It's New York city, Los Angeles, Dallas, Atlanta, these, these large areas. Right. And that, that just wasn't Cookville. Well, um, of course we got hit by the tornado on top of everything. Yes. So they are really to start out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, and that, uh, that, that brought some very positive attention. Yes. <laughs> yes, it did. And, and, you know, that's it too. It's, we'd face so much in the community and, in, 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 in a, you know, having employees who will do that, but also being a part of, community like it has cookville has been good to us right um and that's one thing we want to do at the store is like we're always looking at who our people are um it's easy to impart what you want to be on a business but ultimately um if we were just left to do the things that we wanted to do all the time we would only have the people just like it. so it's also keeping your eyes open for opportunities and your ears and listen to what people say absolutely and and that those skills come from being a pastor i'm sure Uh, yeah (laughs) yeah so so, and a nurse yeah i mean uh, you know you have to have all those characteristics and qualities so if you don't and you have a business right now and you're really struggling and worrying about it start to think in more receptive terms and listen to more people um take notes talk to people get get an idea of what other people think um don't cut them off let them let them explain what they're thinking about and um sometimes you'd be surprised at where the ideas may come from but the the idea that you need to keep in mind is to just keep charging forward and, and keep doing it. Don't give up on it. Uh, you will run into the right situation. And um, if you don't, then send me an email <laughs> <laughs> and I'll point you somewhere. Um, what um, what are you looking at right now in terms of expansion plans for the business? Yeah, so we actually just recently, one thing I wanted to do, uh, the building we're in isn't really outfitted for it. Um, is, is to expand food offerings. We just kind of had some grab-and-go stuff, but recently we've partnered with uh, uh, Rodney at the Backroom Bistro here in town, which is a, uh, a pretty good staple in terms of a local place uh, here in Cookville. And he, we talked in the past about it. I kind of have the equipment I needed, and, and so over time I've been planning to do that, and, and we jumped in and went after it. And so we, But, you know, we want to be good at coffee, and sometimes I think we can get too – um, kind of spread ourselves a little too thin. And so what I'm, my plan is to continue to try to do that type of idea with other offerings, partner with people who are good at what they're good at and let them just be a part of our business and us be a part of theirs. Great. Thank you so much. We really appreciate that you were here today with us to share these stories. And uh, we look forward to having you tune in next week. You can get our podcasts at newstalk941.com slash podcasts. And when you get there, look us up. Thank you. Have a great day. You've been listening to Business Works. Download your favorites and keep up with new episodes in the Hints and Oakley Podcast Center.